Um, like to welcome everybody back, everybody back to Alabama Care today. And we are in Plantersville, Alabama. I've never been to Plantersville before. Yep. Uh, it's about an hour south of uh, Birmingham. Mm -hmm. uh, nice little drive, see the countryside. And we have Mrs. Hannah Wilson. You guys know Mrs. Wilson from previous broadcast. Um, but Mrs. Wilson put on what you guys are seeing behind us today. And I'd like her to talk a little bit about that and what, what we're doing here today. Yeah, so, um, well, the reason behind it is last year we took my, do I need to look at you? No, you, you camera me, we're okay. just having a conversation. So we took Charlie to a pumpkin patch last year and it wasn't, it was kind of hard. Like she couldn't do the hayride and it just, it wasn't fun. There wasn't really anything for her to do. So I thought about this earlier in the year, but I didn't know if it would happen, but it, it happened for sure. So I just wanted a place where, well, first off, an accessible hayride um, and then just different things that her and, and other kids could just do and participate in and actually like have fun. So that's what's going on. And that's what you guys are looking at behind us. Um, now the title for today is a very special fall festival. Mm -hmm. And how long ago did you start really working on this? I know you mentioned it was about a year ago that it hit you where you're like, I want Charlie May to be yeah. able to go on a hayride. But how long did you really start uh, planning for this? Um, so we did an egg hunt, like whenever, was that March or April? I don't exactly remember. So right after that, I thought about it. Mm -hmm. And then I started working on it. Um, I don't know. It's because I had to like book everything super far in advance. Yeah. Um, prop, like in the summer sometime. I've been planning it since this, this summer. And how many vendors are here? How many tents? Oh my goodness. And give us some examples of what uh, is available for activities. Yeah, so a bounce house. Well, okay, also it's for the kids and their siblings. Like I wanted it to be like a safe environment for these families and not, you know, not to worry about people staring and stuff like that. So I feel like it's just a safe place for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, and then so a bounce house for the kids that can do it and then a petting zoo. And um, there are some um, teachers here doing arts and crafts. Um, and you got a balloon guy back yes, there. Yes, a balloon guy. Now he's getting a lot of attention right he now. He is, and the tattoo fairy, and both of them, they're the same ones that do Tim Tebow's A Night to Remember, so I thought that was really cool. So they're used to like the special needs community. Yeah. Um, and then also there's some people, I'm not sure what it's called, but um, they have a music program at a special needs school. And then ADRS has a, is that what it is? Oh, Department of Rehabilitation Services. ADRS is here? Yep. They sure as heck are. Yep. And then there's lots of games and um, lots of prizes. And then, um, oh, and then the um, sign I'm so proud of. So at um, most fall festivals, they have a sign that says, how tall this fall? Mm. And so it's like, okay, well, some kids can't even, can't stand up. So that one says, on your feet or in your seat, what fine line does your head meet? And each one has like awesome or wonderful, so they can go up to it and be like, I'm awesome. I saw that. I was looking at that. Uh, yeah. and I, did you create that? Did you make I did, that? yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and then also we have a food truck and all the, the food is free. I wanted it to be like, I mean, like special needs families, they have so much going on anyway and so much. So I just wanted it to be like super relaxed. And pumpkin patches are so expensive. So there's free pumpkins. Yeah. So it's like 15, 20 bucks to get into some of these pumpkin patches. Yeah. Or you're paying like 10 bucks a pumpkin. And right. So all the pumpkins here are free. Yep. Yep. Now there are quite, and you guys can't see with the parking lot here, but there are quite a number of cars. And I, I bet to say there's probably 70 people here right now. Yeah. Um, how far do you think some of the, the families travel? Um, 
I'm really not sure. Pro probably, like, it started off just for, like, local, like, Chilton and surrounding counties. Mm -hmm. And then it expanded a little bit. So, I'm not, I'm really not sure. I bet it's so close to two hours. I bet some family, you know, we came from an hour away. My, my aunt came from about an hour away. Oh, yeah. So, I bet it's about yeah, an hour, so two hours. Yeah, I'm so proud that she's there. here. Um, but putting all this together, I know you've had a few months since the summer, but mm -hmm. to get everybody to buy in, mm -hmm. what did that look like? like? Let's say a mom or a parent was wanting to do an event uh -huh. uh, and they weren't sure where to start or really how to start asking. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you kind of say to them and what have you learned through the experience of putting this together? So, well, technically, like, I just, I have a dad that fully believes in me. And like whatever, like if I have this random idea, he's on board, he thinks it's a good idea, so that's a really good feeling. So he um, fully supported me going into it. Um, and then I have like my um, mother-in-law, and then I thought of a few other things, like the balloon guy and the, um, the tattoo fairy. I thought about them last minute. I was like, oh, I can't ask my dad for anything else. I, I don't want to, because he's doing too much. And, um, and so she, she got them to come. And then also, I have a friend, her husband bails hay, and so he was going to um, get us some hay, and then Garrison's Farm, I think it's called, they ended up donating all the hay, and then even giving us a $200 donation, and so we paid the uh, bounce house off, off with that this morning. Yeah. Um, and then, so let me think, um, and then, oh, and then we had a friend that lives down the road for us. She did us some really pretty flower arrangements for the table because um, she wanted to, she wanted to help out so now um, did the hay bales did they, were they dropped off with the pumpkin faces on them no you guys no. did that here yes yes and I was I was supposed to do that like way ahead of time and then it was kind of late so my husband ended up doing it for me and then I thought I was like oh my gosh what did you do so my pumpkin's missing a nose I think it was, <laughs> I didn't pick up on that I think it looks great so kudos <laughs> to him you, for doing thank that thank you um, now, you also have ADRSs here today. How did that, did you reach out to them personally? Well, so, okay, so the same lady that put me in contact with y'all, it's her. Okay. So she came and then they sent, um, they, they sent a lot of goodies and stuff like that to give away. Gotcha. Um, so that was kind of a no-brainer there, just uh, get together. And I, I love that they're doing the community outreach as well. Yeah. Because there may be some families here that don't know right. if ADRS and what services are available. Right. Uh, so all around, yeah. awesome event. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, and then the music people. My niece, Elena, she's uh, Miss Leeds Area Outstanding Teen or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they knew the, the people who are doing the music. And so they, they were happy to come, and I was so glad. Yeah. So is this going to be a recurring thing next year? I hope so, but it's it's kind of it's it's kind of a funny feeling to just like have an idea and then to people like they're excited about it and they want to do it. So so that's that's a good feeling. Well, it's been a big thing like for my aunt with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We had to cut back on some of her community outings. Mm -hmm. She used to go to Lakeshore every week, get oh, yeah. the pool, that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. and so we wanted to cut back make sure she didn't get sick yeah, but right. these outdoor events this is kind of the first time in like the last year that she's been able to be outside in a, an event yeah. around other people yeah and, I and also, she's been smiling since she's got oh, here good. and i also had these stickers made and it says um charlie's wearing one and it says um social distancing mm. and it has a pumpkin on it so it kind of stands out so if people do want to keep their distance it lets them know like okay well don't come too close it, with, without idea. them having to say without them having to sound kind of rude or something yeah yeah i like that i think 
we should probably use that more often. Mm -hmm. Everybody should be using that in schools. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have a few other people that are gonna join us on the uh, broadcast today, and we're gonna keep going live, but we will, um, would you mind running and grabbing them and then we'll kind of finish up at the yes, end? Yes, I sure will. Give us a few minutes and we'll have our next guest on with us. Uh, so next up, we're going to have some teachers that are out here today donating their time. And I think they are the ones doing the arts and crafts. Uh, we're just going to ask a little bit about what the event means to them um, and what they're seeing with the family and the students here at a very special fall festival. Uh, we'll go ahead and cut off the audio until. Thank you both for taking the time out of your day to be with us today. Uh, so we are Alabama Care and we're just broadcasting live. Uh, we do disability events and broadcast for the community. Uh, and if you guys could give us a little bit of background, uh, introduce yourselves. All right, I am Alina Flow. I'm a speech language pathologist and I work with um, the school system and have been for the past 13 years and serve a variety of children and uh, special needs. I've also am trying to get my foot in the door doing a little bit of private practice. So mm -hmm. events like this are always good to see and meet people and connections and things like that. Plus, we love it. <laughs> now, how do you know the Wilson family? Are you familiar with Charlie May? Yes. She um, she is in Miss Jessica's class, and then I have been the speech therapist that's gone in and served her for that as well. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here today. Miss Jessica, if you would introduce yourself. I'm Jessica Anderson. I am, am currently a preschool teacher at Jemison Elementary for um, the inclusive preschool classroom there that serves three and four-year-olds for, um, how long been there? In Jimson? Or the, yeah, the county has been serving, um, the inclusive preschool for probably, oh gosh, many years. Yeah. But, um, it's a mixture of children with special needs and typically developing peers. Mm -hmm. I've been actually in the school system for 19 years, this is my 19th year, but I haven't always done preschool. I have a general education background mm -hmm. and a master's in speech and an early childhood. Oh my gosh. So, so you guys so vibe on speech I didn't there. say speech, no. She didn't speech. mean speech. She's special, special ed. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you there. And early childhood also. Now tell us a little bit about the inclusive uh, classrooms. Um, some of the benefits and maybe some of the challenges that um, a parent might not be thinking about yet as they're, if they have a one-year-old uh, son or daughter. I know it's kind of a wide range mm -hmm. there. Well, the classroom setting is for those that, so the school system is required if they, at age three to provide services if they qualify for special education services. The classroom is a setting for those who are developmentally delayed and three or more areas so like if they need three services like speech special education instruction and like ot or pt okay so since they have multiple areas of needs the classroom setting is just the easiest to get it way to, way to um, receive those services yes so it's not necessarily for all that you know have an iep at age three mm -hmm. but it gives them the um the mainstream interaction with the typical peers yeah i think um, that's so important um for both the individual receiving services mm -hmm. and the one that is not um the oh, earlier yes. that that we all get to be around each other and experience each mm -hmm. other the more accepting society is as a whole um, oh yes i mean it, it, well the kids don't know i mean right. it's 
and it's really just like it would be in school because in school age they're embedded and you know included mm -hmm. also so it's really no different than that um sometimes they're pulled out more in the you know k through 12, 12 settings but um for the most part they don't see you know the kids don't know but mm -hmm. the typicals can get them to do things that we can't Mm, like um, peer peer support almost peer kind model, of yes. peer pressure a little bit too yeah, and yeah, peer yeah. pressure the, can the be bad part. in a negative <laughs> way but if you see somebody yeah. else doing it you're like i want to yes. do that too it's kind of a pack mentality mm -hmm. right. uh, with getting a puppy oh, yes. if you have an older older dog it kind of teaches mm -hmm. them how to do that oh yeah i mean we use them for all sorts of modeling i'm sure good speech and language um you know it's amazing to watch the other children see somebody else doing it and because they said it they will say it for them even though i'm sitting there mm -hmm. trying to get them to do it and mm -hmm. i'm like tell them to do this and they say it and the kid will do it it's kind of interesting to watch yes. that happen but I, you see that sometimes because we all have limiting beliefs in some areas and if you see somebody else uh, that's similar to you doing that it's like well i can be doing mm -hmm. that right. i can ride mm -hmm. that roller coaster or whatever that yes. is right they relate We've to seen each other it a lot well. in the lessons she would come in and and do language lessons whole group so we feed off each other well with yeah. you know our yeah. it gave us a balance to collaborate and then a lot of what I was doing with them she could see it because I was in her room and carry that over for the time so that I wasn't able to be in there so that was a really good setup how big is the class how many students um nine on roll but mm -hmm. about eight come per day the they kind of consistently come different mm -hmm. days depending on what their IP has so yeah uh, but on an average day Mm -hmm. probably. That's a lot of good time on um, the ratio is not like a one to thirty there, you know. Right. So you're mm -hmm. able to meet the needs of the child oh, pretty yes. well there. Yes, it's a. Uh, I mean, several times this year. Well, last year uh, that one typical girl was doing a lot, but this year she. This is her second year, the, the typical, and now she's just taken over. Like oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they, she'll they the leaders and she'll hold the hand the hand when we're walking down the hall. Like she already knows. Do you mean to help with this? Do you mean to get this? I wonder if she's gonna follow in your guys' footsteps and become <laughs> no, a teacher. She might. And she might. She's a little bossy thing. But we um, we've been working together for many years, not just in the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, but, um. So do you feel like a lot of the students from that class may be here today? Have you there seen are. them? Yeah. yeah, and it's interesting. They, the ones that we've had in the past, are now grown out here. So that's fun mm -hmm. to watch too, because we just have done preschool, so they grow up, and then we lose, you know, not lose complete connections, but we don't see them all the times. So when I see them here, I'm like, oh my gosh, I had them as a preschooler. Look at them now. So it's really. Fun. I feel like I need to go back to my high school and say thank you to a few teachers because <laughs> not enough people do that, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would you say? Um, kind of the benefits of today being outside in a fall festival that is a very inclusive place but kind of uh, highlights um, you know people that receive services and disabilities what would you say uh, is great for them and their families here today I just think it's so important that like I brought my children with me today my personal children because I want them to see this and I want them to understand and accept other children and um, I just think it's so important that these families feel included in these types of activities and kind of talking back about the preschool there are certain children who can't go to other preschools because they have things that you know they're not equipped to deal with and so you find them just kind of left with nothing which is why our classroom is so great because we are able to give them that it's kind of the same way here they might go to a fall festival but they are kind of limited on what they're able to do there and so having this where it's completely adapted for them is um i, I love everything about it 
I've said uh, a few times on broadcast that when you go to develop a product, whatever that product may be, a phone, but if you develop for, for those that need extra services or special needs, um, it's more accessible to the, the broader society there. So focusing on a very inclusive uh, fall festival, but then allowing everybody else to join in kind of sets that mm -hmm. foundation there. Mm -hmm. I think it's important too that these parents get to connect with each other yeah. and mm -hmm. to connect with all of us that are so supportive. This is a group of people that understands and I think that's yep. important to surround yourself with people like that. Yeah. Miss Jessica. Yes, definitely. Um, well, to touch on what she was talking about with the families and it's, it allows them to see us in a different role other than just in the classroom because that is the big key is the collaboration between the families and, you know, and us the teachers, <laughs> because the we parents. can't do it without them. Um, but just to know that we're there for them, you know, regardless. Yeah, not just during classroom hours. We're yes. always supporting yes. them. And, you know, yes. this is our love and our passion. We would, I would be here no matter what. I remember the first time I saw my teacher outside of school, I was like, you exist outside yeah. of school? Yeah, no, they yes. think that yes. we don't. Like, you're actually funny. pretty cool yeah. out here. Yes. Uh, yes. So thank you very much for spending time with us today uh, and kind of giving us a different perspective on everything that's mm -hmm. going on. And I actually live so here in Maplesville. So, and yeah. Hannah is a cousin of mine. Okay. Just, well, that's what we happens a, when you're in a small community. Yeah. Everybody kind of knows a, everybody. We have a large family, so. Well, I love it out here. <laughs> There's a lot of land and, you know, living closer to Birmingham, it's sometimes it gets a little bit too much city. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's nice to get out in the countryside a little bit. Where do you live? Um, in McCalla. So it's far enough, it's like in between mm -hmm. Tuscaloosa and Birmingham, it's far enough away from the big city, right. but close enough if I want to go downtown to get something to eat, it's like half hour mm -hmm. away, yeah. it's not too, too bad, yeah. but I grew up on a farm, so coming out here reminds me uh, of growing yes. up. Yes. Back home, I yeah. love it. Well, she's live in Clear, but I live in Clear on a... You about have our, your own farm. We, yeah. we like to call it that, it's really not, we're terrible farmers, but <laughs> we have a lot of land and a lot of chicken. Animals. So, yeah. Turkeys. Turkeys, yeah. We're trying, but it, I love it. Yeah, well, thank you both for being here. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. And we'll go ahead and turn off the audio, and we'll bring in our next guest. All right. Audio is back on. Spelt it right. Did I really? Yes. It's not with a Y, it's with no, an I? It's just A-L-I. <laughs> um, well, we would like to introduce Allie to Alabama Care today. Uh, and we are once again at the very special fall festival. And tell us a little bit about why you are here and what today means. I am Miss Shelby County's Outstanding Teen. And in March, I'll be going to Miss Alabama's Outstanding Teen. And for my social impact initiative, it's Make a Joyful Noise, which is music education for students with special needs. Because I feel like special needs students are almost overlooked when it comes to music education and they're genuinely so happy when they're playing the instruments mm -hmm. so I feel like they should all have the opportunity to be able to play instruments and just be genuinely happy all the time. Now um, is this a, a, like a, a topic that you pick when you go to your pageants? Uh, yes. So you get to sponsor basically mm -hmm. a topic there? It's uh, for like community service mm -hmm. and just your social impact and you get to go all over the state and do it with a bunch of people. So uh, do you have a connection or why a passion for special needs and disability? Well, I've been singing and I've loved music ever since I was two years old and uh, multiple people in my family work with students with special needs and so I kind of almost combined that and ever since I was little I've just had such a such a heartfelt with students that have special needs and yeah. so I just I just felt like they should all have the opportunity to play music because when they are and just like over there when they're playing instruments they're genuinely so happy and it makes them so just fulfilled yeah it's uh it gives them joy like it's an extension of yourself when you're able to you know beat a drum and mm -hmm. hear that you know coming that that yeah. feedback back 
Um, so you really have uh, experience with the community from growing up. Your family members uh, work with uh, some of the community there. So I think that's really important. And we were just talking yeah. with some teachers about inclusion in, in the classrooms, mm -hmm. especially early on. Um, and how that can benefit society as a whole. Mm -hmm. um, instead of seeing somebody in a wheelchair for the first time and saying, I'm, this is new to me, I, I'm kind of gonna stand back a little bit, mm -hmm. but to grow up um, you know, inclusive yeah. there, it kind of brings everybody in together. Mm -hmm. um, so you've been singing uh, since two now, are you currently are you like making a, an album? Not currently, but I am singing around places. And yeah. Getting to do the national anthem at, at certain places, and I love it. I'm hoping to let it grow and hopefully get to that point at some point. Mm -hmm. But I love it. Uh, um, awesome. Now, with the, the singing, are you going to uh, what kind of events are you singing at? I have sang at baseball games. I'm hoping I'm hoping to be able to sing at my football games because I'm a cheerleader. Yeah. And I'm hoping to be able to get a bigger platform and get more well-known and possibly sing at the football games, the national anthem, and I sing at churches quite often, and I just, I like to volunteer at places to sing too, because I want, I love to just also spread the platform and let people know about singing and music. Yeah, and the platform there, um, is there a specific, uh, like, thing that you would recommend people donate to or support? Um, right now, I'm actually working with a certain organization in, in Chelsea, Alabama, and, um, it's a nonprofit organization and they bring people in for a few hours a day and they play instruments with them and so right now currently I'm making ornaments for for Christmas and selling them and all the money is going to go to their organization to where they can buy more instruments and yeah. hopefully hopefully open it up to a good bit more people but right now I'm going to start going over there and playing the instruments with those people and I'm so excited. Yeah, kind of lead that discussion. Yeah. Um, we did a uh, drum uh, roll circle at ADRS and there were probably 50 kids, maybe yeah. all high school age, mm -hmm. just loving it. Oh yes. Everybody got the, it. I think it was like a bongo, it wasn't yeah. like an actual drum set, but everybody was loving it there and it was something yeah. to see. Now, um, upcoming events um, that you'd like to shout out if anyone would like to follow uh, you. Uh, any upcoming events? Yeah, so in March I'll be going to Miss Alabama's Outstanding Teen. If anyone wants to come watch that, they're welcome to. Um, soon I'm hoping to possibly get some special needs students together and you know teach them some songs and let them play some instruments and hopefully having a performance. So if that if that comes into play, I'll definitely be putting that out there. So, so. we would love to. That's the content we love doing. Um, if you do get that up and running, we would like to have you on the channel, the Alabama yeah, Care channel, where course. you can do it over the internet, or Zoom, or if you're in person with a, a group of people, we can just go you know, over the internet or we can come down and record some of that and do it live. Yeah. But uh, that's what the community likes to see. Mm -hmm. So, Well, Allie, thank you very much for thank spending uh, some time with us this afternoon. Thank you so much. And we much. wish you the best of luck. Thank you. So, and we'll go ahead and cut off the audio. Okay, welcome back guys. We have uh, Elena here and Elena is the niece of Hannah Wilson. Um, so she's very involved in the family. And Elena, I'd like you to introduce yourself and give a little bit of background. Yes, yeah, so my name is Elena and I am Miss Lee's area's outstanding teen. So like he said, Hannah is my aunt and her daughter Charlie is my cousin. And I am the founder of Charlie's Chance, which is an organization for epilepsy awareness, which was uh, named after Charlie. Um, and how long have you had that organization? So you've started that organization from the ground up. Yes. So I was actually more involved in the epilepsy community before I really even started Charlie's Chance. Uh, so Charlie's Chance actually started this year. Um, and we have had the opportunity to partner with the Alabama Epilepsy Foundation. And yeah. 
Now, what exactly do you guys do? Is it uh, spreading awareness? Do you go and talk to others about it? Or? Yes, so I really have three main goals with Charlie's Chance, to educate the public on epilepsy, to advocate for patients that are suffering with epilepsy, mm -hmm. and to channel fundraising into the epilepsy community. Yeah, so that's amazing. I'm such a young individual <laughs> starting a, um, is a nonprofit 501c3. And, yes, sir. Um, so raising awareness and uh, funding around epilepsy there. So congratulations. Yes, Thank you. Now, you mentioned that you've had quite a bit of experience in the epilepsy community previous to Charlie's um, Charlie's Chance. Would you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so I had the opportunity to be a part of a fundraiser that the Alabama Epilepsy Foundation had at Topgolf, mm. and we raised over $18,000 for the Alabama Epilepsy Foundation. Uh, and we also have the Walk to End Epilepsy November 6th at Railroad Park. Uh, so come out uh, into the epilepsy community just to raise awareness and it, yeah. It's at Railroad Park on November 6th. Uh, what time should people start showing up? Uh, or is there a, a page that you'd like to shout out where we can follow? Yeah, so you can go to epilepsy.com really to get plugged in with your epilepsy community and just for more information on it. And what would you say um, to maybe peers that are your age that have epilepsy um, from someone that doesn't have epilepsy? If they're, What would you kind of say to them? You know, I think that there's this common misconception that epilepsy is rare, and it's just not. In fact, one in 10 people will have a seizure at some point in their lifetime, mm. and one in 26 will eventually develop full-blown epilepsy. So I think that just breaking that stereotype of it being rare and just letting people know of that um, is really the first step that we can take. And what would you say to somebody if they're around an individual that starts to have a seizure? So you can actually, like I said, visit epilepsy.com to get your seizure first aid certification. It's a free course that you can take and it gives you all the steps you need to take if someone's having a seizure uh, so that you know what steps to take. Yeah, uh, and I've always heard, um, do not put your finger in their mouth. Yes. Uh, no. So, because they can clench down on the jaw during yes, that seizure. So you yes. wouldn't want to do that. Yes. Um, anything you'd else you'd like to say to family members or individuals? Uh, just again, breaking that misconception that epilepsy is rare. I think that that's one of the biggest things with epilepsy is just that stereotype with it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm super excited to be here. I'm so proud of my Aunt Hannah. She's worked so hard to have this event today, and I'm just so excited to be here. Well, Elena, I appreciate you spending the time with us this afternoon, and I wish you the best in everything in the future. Yes, thank you. Awesome job. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so my name is Alex. Rhonda Pierce. Mrs. Pierce, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit. Hannah and I are, are friends and work together, and uh, she's put this on and invited us down to, to go live from it. But what would you say today's event means to families? Kids with special needs, you got other kids around here that you know are just like yours. So you don't feel out of place, and they always set up things that they know that can have with the disability kids. Mm -hmm. Now, are you familiar with some of the other families that are here today? Yes, sir. Okay, so you guys have met each other kind of in the community. Yes, sir. The, when they had the Easter egg hunt, we yeah. met several of them, and then we go to school with several. Yeah, and I'm sorry, this is your daughter? Uh, my granddaughter. Granddaughter. Uh, that I raised. I know she's kind of out in the sun right now, and I feel the same way. I've been sweating <laughs> since I got here. Um, but what would you say to um, maybe other parents or grandparents that are... Um, a little bit nervous to get out in the community um, and what events like these are able to help with it's all just one big large family everybody's loving and caring and concerned about your child and mm -hmm. they just 
It's just a giant family. Five. I have a family member here today, um, and she's sitting over there in the shade, luckily. Um, <laughs> but she's 57 and receives services. And I was just telling Hannah, this is the first time that she's really gotten out um, in the last year or so because the pandemic has been a very safe space, but a very welcoming environment mm -hmm. where I know other families and individuals are, are going to be very open armed. Yes. Uh, and very inviting there. So uh, I think it's a great thing they got going on. I do too. And like I said, it's good to get out here and talk to somebody else that's in the same position. And, you know, you find like uh, uh, early intervention over here. Yeah. Talking about how to help families and stuff like that, you know, and she's got different groups here to support us. Yeah, she's really brought in a, a list of great uh, individuals and families and organizations mm -hmm. uh, that are all focused around the disability community. And I like how you said, you know, being able to communicate with somebody that has your same life experiences. Yes. Um, I think we all need that connection. Oh, yeah. Uh, and this can provide that opportunity. I mean, at times you think you're alone and you come out here and you see other people and, you know, you're not alone. Yeah. There's, we got, on Facebook, we have a good support team. If anybody needs anything, anybody has a question, we're all there together to work it out. Yeah, and you gotta, you gotta be able to ask your peers. Um, but I will let you go. I'm not going to keep you very much longer. I appreciate longer than it. You. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you. Nice to meet y'all. And I'm going to introduce myself if you don't mind. Did you get the uh, burger? Did you get the pulled pork? I told her to get the pulled pork. Yeah, I'm going to get the pulled pork too. Yeah. On the way home. I mean, they both look good, but. Um, so give us a quick introduction for anybody that's unfamiliar with ADRS and okay. your background. All right, so ADRS is the Alabama Department of Rehabilitation Services. So we are a state agency and we have multiple divisions. So starting with early intervention, which is birth to three, children's rehabilitation services, CRS, that's who I work with. And that is birth to 21. We do medical clinics, medical evaluation clinics. Vocational rehab services, looking at going into school or transitioning into the workplace. And also state of Alabama independent living sale and that's looking at homebound services for folks who are homebound. We also have deafblind services, and even within deafblind, we have something called Oasis, which even my mother uses um, for- This is vision loss, isn't it? Vision loss, she has macular degeneration, and they're teaching her right now how to deal with low vision, especially as it progresses. So while she has vision, she's being able to capture and learn some things yeah. that she needs to. It's great, so we serve the gamut all ages across the state i was talking to somebody that they say you live long enough you're going to receive services eventually yes for something so right. you might as well be familiar with it yes now um we're on a weekend event today and mm -hmm. i wouldn't normally see or think to see like adrs here uh, at a fall festival but this is something that you guys do throughout the year and being involved in in um kind of out of eight to five events yes um a lot of times you'll see our local offices participate in weekend events um and just because Hannah was having this and I really wanted to come, she said, hey, will you just come and bring some information? And I said, sure. And then I was like, okay, who else from ADRS wants? I don't want to just do CRS. Yeah. Just one division. And so EI, early intervention sent things. I have stuff on transition. So yeah, that's amazing. Kind of, I love everybody you, needs it. <laughs> I love how you guys are getting involved in not just like I'm waiting for a call. Yeah. Um, and then we'll schedule you know, an interview and we'll schedule time together, but you guys are getting involved at the community level, at the grassroots level, and I'm sure there are individuals here that may not have heard of ADRS before. Right, some of the folks um, I was able to uh, bring up things that they haven't heard before. Some of them are enrolled 
or have been enrolled and then left services when they received what they needed. So it, it's really good to just kind of connect and say, hey, but we do this too. We even just do information and referral. Yeah. We even just do care coordination. Yeah, and I feel like uh, you set up a booth here and it's kind of like, so what questions do you want answered? And people come by, you know, what it could be is like, um, in, like I said, an information and referral place uh, for everybody that has those questions. Definitely, I, we, sometimes we say, we joke and say we're the best kept secret around. Yeah. <laughs> I believe it. I mean, and we don't need to be the the services that ADRS as a whole um, provides the state uh, and families and individuals is I mean, we've done a number of broadcasts with ADRS. I still feel like we haven't scratched the surface. Right. Uh, so it's really amazing. What would you say to um, any individuals or families um, about the benefits of joining events like today and what events like today can mean for them? You know, I really just this event hits close to home my brother had special needs and just being in an inclusive environment where things are you know in mind for mobility um space and just being around other family members and just seeing you're not alone and that's a beautiful thing and i think back to how much that would have benefited our family it, it, it's so wonderful but also being able to i feel so grateful that we were able to come here because if just one person gets one piece of information that helps them, even if it's to jump to the next agency that they need, yeah, then then we've made a difference. But this is great. I, I hope to see it every year. I was just talking to Hannah. I was like, you better have this every year. Yeah. This long, and I heard she's done the uh, egg hunts and whatnot. So I think this is going to be a year-round uh, event for every season that comes by. Oh, yeah. That's, that's going to be great. I, I hope wanna... to see you at the, uh, the next one as well. I want to be at all of them. Well, I appreciate you sharing a little bit of information about us and, and supporting the community and everything you do. So good to see you again. Thank you for all of the information that you get out all the time. I appreciate that. Enjoy your barbecue later. Yeah, well, you too. <laughs> Thanks again. Yeah, I just like me doing what they want me. How are you guys doing today? Good. Doing good. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Alex. Hey Alex. And what's your name? Bethany. Bethany, it's nice to meet you. You too. And what's your name, sir? Austin Brasher. Austin, it's a pleasure to meet you. You too. And ma'am, if you'd like to introduce yourself. I'm Bethany's mom. I'm Shelly. Bethany, Austin, and Shelly. I'm horrible with names, so I got to write them down. Um, so I, I just want to give um, you know some background uh, about what's going on today and the benefits for family members. And if you would introduce yourself as well. Yes, my name is Andrea. And my son, Gabe, is here playing on the bouncy house. Uh, it's hard not to play on the bouncy <laughs> house. Yes, eh? Did you guys get to go into the bouncy house? No, sir. No, sir, not yet. Do you want to? No, sir, we don't. No, sir. No. <laughs> it can be a little bit unshaky in there. You know, so. Yeah, she's not real stable-footed, say. So. Yeah. And I um, got I get too big. <laughs> yeah, my knees start to hurt me, too. Um, so what have you guys done here today uh, that you've enjoyed? What's the most fun thing that you guys did here today? Well, um, well, we do love getting tattoos. Oh, wait, let me see that tattoo. Oh, heck yeah, Throw, put it up a little bit higher. That looks like some stars there. Now, is that a permanent tattoo? And that one looks like a heart. Mm -hmm. Are those going to stay on forever? Uh, mm -hmm. They might rain off when we take a shower. Those look pretty cool. But it, it, uh, our heart loves each other. Our heart, her heart, my heart, we love each other. 
That is very cute. Congratulations to the she both of you. She went Team Bethany, though. Hers is because she's a rock star. Oh, mm -hmm. I love that, though. That's great. And I sing, too. You sing? Yeah. Who's your favorite artist? Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. Do you have a favorite song? I do. And which one would that be? The Climb. I'm not too familiar with Hannah Montana. I'll be the first to say that. So I'm going to have to look that song up. Did you guys get a chance to go on the hayride? No, sir, not yet. Not yet? So you guys got a little bit of activities yet to do here today. You get to pick a pumpkin for free, so you can carve the pumpkin during Halloween. Mm -hmm. Did you guys get to have any of the food yet? Oh, yes, yes sir. sir, we did. We ate the barbecue. You guys both had the barbecue? Yes, sir. And the banana. The banana. banana I had banana pudding. She probably didn't like it, but it was all right with me. You don't like banana pudding? No, sir, I don't. Well, that's okay. I think you got someone right next to you that does like banana pudding. Yeah. And did you guys get to uh, see any of, the, any of the animals today? Not yet. Not yet. Well, you guys got a lot to do yet. Yeah. So, now, what would you guys say to somebody that's thinking about coming out to next year's fall festival? Mm. Well, that's uh, so would you Would you encourage them to come out here and, and it's fun? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, I'd like to thank you both for being with us today and sharing your experience. Um, and I'm going to ask um, your mama a couple questions, if that's okay. Yes, yeah. sir, that's fine. And also, Andrea. So, um, as parents, uh, what would you guys say uh, about today's festival and how it um, is inclusive for families? I'll start off. Shelly, if you'd like. I think it's amazing. And in our county, we don't have a lot that's offered um, for children with special needs. Um, so basically it's it's for all children and we just have to, we have to adapt it's not adapted to our children and that's what makes this special yeah it's like everything is set up for children that receive services and right. that's kind of the groundwork there and right. everything else is built on top of that so it's very accessible um, and as Hannah was saying you know even the ride uh, the hayride is the, very accessible that's what I was gonna say you can go to the pumpkin patches which they're wonderful places I, i'm not taking away from them at all but um a lot of them don't think about it and it, yes. it's not that they're not willing to offer it they just don't think about making it accessible that way yeah and that brings up uh, i've talked to quite a bit of people about the necessity of individuals that receive services to be on some of those higher level councils or boards when decisions are being made about building uh, new sidewalks, you know, because most people don't think about it right off the bat if they haven't experienced it or it hasn't directly affected how they maneuver around the city. Um, and I went to another fall festival two weeks ago. Now that I think about it, when we got on their hayride, it was a step up. There was no ramp to get on, Right. you know, and I'm sure that they would make it. Uh, make accommodations. Accommodation. Oh, most definitely, I'm sure they would. They just, they don't think about it because but, they don't have that issue to have to deal with firsthand. And here, it's at the forefront. Right. Um, and what would you say of meeting other families and having that community aspect? Oh, I love that. Of course, we're fortunate that we know a good bit of people here. Of course, we don't know everyone, but I mean, it's always nice to be able to meet people, you know, that have the same needs or, this, or the- They've been um, through the same challenges. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you could possibly help each other by yeah. sharing your stories. Um, Andrew, is there anything you'd like to add? Um, I think we came out for the um, Easter egg hunt as well, and it's just a great place. Even if you don't know all the families personally, it's just good to be in an environment that 
everybody kind of understands the there's no judgment um, to where we've been to local pumpkin patches which have no fault of their own but we've had our run-ins with like other people there that just don't understand maybe the yeah. people that are there like what they're experiencing so it's really good to have a place like this that um, you can come out and just be 100% comfortable and really like enjoy yourself instead of stressing about what you may encounter just trying to take care of everybody so it's really appreciated especially in a small town yeah um, very much so and i know um sometimes as you get a little bit further away from the bigger cities it can be a little bit hard to get those services um and so to see this be a staple part of the community here and as you, you mentioned i have a, a family member here with me today she's my aunt and her caregiving team i manage um, but part of the training process is always advocacy right. because she's nonverbal and she can't stand up for herself mm -hmm. basically yep. um, and so I get nervous sometimes when she's going into community settings where I feel like there could be a potential where someone tries to take advantage yes. of her and so one thing that is always in the back of my mind is if I'm not at that event with her I have to make sure that whoever's on duty uh, I trust fully with right. her and here I don't have any of that I have concern. That concern. Yeah. And it also makes it hard to have a good time because you're constantly worried. Constantly well, yeah. right, and every everyone here seems to be aware of children with special needs. They, you know, it could be anything. Like my grandson was just diagnosed with autism, and of course he's only three, and he bitches fits. And you tell him no, he screams, he throws his head back. In a normal setting, people would be like, yes. I, that's what we experience. But, but everybody's used to it. They don't have like a physical it. attribute for you to know that they yeah. may not have special needs. A lot of people don't recognize that. Yeah. So especially yeah. in young children, it makes it difficult. So. They're like, what's wrong with your yeah. kid? You know, yeah. go, go, go take care that's of your kid. Yeah. Go. And uh, it may be a little bit no, more noticeable for my family member because she's Definitely. a little bit older. Right. Um, but her way of saying I'm not happy is to scream at the mm -hmm. top of her lungs. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'll be in the store with her and people think I am killing her. I yeah. am, you know, and right. it's like this is her way of telling me that she's ready to That's go. how she right. communicates. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and here, that is, everybody understands that. Right. I think it's a great thing that uh, the Wilson family is doing it and growing the community here. And I'm very glad that you guys have been here today and enjoyed everything that's going on. So I'm like excited. Yeah. We missed the egg hunt. I didn't even know there was an egg hunt, but we definitely won't miss it the next time. Yeah, you guys got to make sure to get your pumpkins. Yeah, we're going to go get pumpkins. Yeah, we're going to get pumpkins. They're all really big pumpkins. There's no small ones, so awesome. I love them. Lots of carving. Well, I'd like to say thank you everyone for joining us today on the cast um, and we we'll hope you guys enjoy the rest of the day. Thank, thank you, you so for much. having us. Thank you. Too. We're wrapping up here at the very special fall festival. I'd like to welcome everybody for taking time out of their day to, to see exactly what Hannah Wilson, Charlie May, and the family are doing here in Plantersville, Alabama. Uh, there are a few more events that they're going to be doing in the next 12 months. So please uh, reach out to Hannah. She's doing broadcast uh, monthly with us and uh, ask about future events. Have a great weekend and I will see you guys next week.